Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, April 11th, 2016, and this is The Ride. How's everybody on this fine Monday morning? I'm ready to tackle the week. I pray that you are too. I have been busting my hump, putting finishing touches on a chicken coop that's gonna hold, well, let me clarify something. We started out with 12 chicks, which I don't know what happened, but uh, my wife went to the store one day and all of a sudden there were like five more chicks when she got home. I don't, you know, she, found them in the bag from the store or something. I don't know. We had 17 chicks at one point. I don't know how that happens, but uh, but anywho, 17 chicks. And then, so, you know, I'm building a chicken coop to hold 12. I can maybe swing 17 because they're going to have a run. I'm giving you all this chicken terminology. A chicken run is a place where they have access to the ground to do their pecking and all that. So they can have a slightly smaller coop if they're not cooped in the coop and they have some freedom to get out. But this last weekend, we have some friends who had four more grown chickens that they needed a home for. So we took them too. So we have 21 chickens. And our chicks have become chickens. And we got to get this coop done. That is why I was busting my hump over the weekend and not only me kids were pitching in Christy was doing a lot of help so when you got to get something done hunker down and get it done and so I've been thinking about chickens a lot lately and this thing is going to be cute as a button oh did I mention the four chickens that we got we also got their chicken coop so we should be okay in the chicken coop business but I gotta, I gotta figure out how all this stuff is gonna fit together and look good together because you know me, it's gotta look good. I don't want it to be haphazard. I wear a t-shirt that says no haphazard coops. So I've been hearing the cackling and uh, we've been getting some eggs from the new four. Sounds like a, the league of four. The new chicks, they're laying. Which is why. open this Friday. They have names too. I am working really hard at trying to remember their names. I'm not going to tell you their names now because I'm going to mess them up. So There's the Easter Egger. This is not their name. There's the Easter Egger. There's there's a white one and a gray one that have the tufted Phyllis Diller hair. For those who know what I'm talking about. And then one really pretty dark black one. And we have, I think, five different types across the 17. So I'm sure you tuned into the ride because you just need to know everything there is to know about chickens. Well, guess what? I'm not going to tell you. I've learned a few things. All I can tell you is... They start stinking up your garage after a while and I gotta get the coop done. 
But I did a lot of weatherproofing stuff. I, I put windows in it, well, kind of, and uh, caulked them last night. They're, they're retractable or hinged windows, so we can increase the airflow and all that good stuff. It's going to be sharp. But I got to get the coop out, and today I believe will be the day. This is this weather's been nuts, and I've been having to do all this work out in a cold, cold garage. I guess I should be lucky that I've got a cold, cold garage that I can work in instead of the colder, colder outdoors. But today should be the day that we get it placed, and we can get our four grown-ups and our. I don't know, eight adolescents hopefully acclimating well. <laughs> I have been focusing on the two-legged bird-like creatures. As I drove out of my driveway today, it wasn't a minute or two away, and I saw, I'm pretty sure there were about 40 turkeys most of them young. I could see them in a field that I was driving by. And you know what? That reminded me. The world is full of turkeys. And you don't need to be one. You know the turkey's problem? I guess chickens as well. And they may try to fly a little bit, but they can't really get going. They can't fly. They can think they fly. In fact, this is interesting. As far as they're concerned, they can fly because they don't know what flying is really like. So what their little hops and skips and jumps and small hops and flight hops and all that, to them, that's flying. Hey, this is a good word right now. To them, that's flying. And if someone were to come up to them and speak chicken to them, of course, I don't know chicken, but I can get them squawking. I did a couple things this weekend that got them really riled up. Nail gunning their house while they're in it, that'll do it. <laughs> Actually, they got used to it after a while. It's like no big deal. Oh, somebody's fixing our house again. But if I slightly open their little door, I have a little cool uh, rope on their front door. If I just bump that thing and it and they think that door's gonna open, oh my goodness. They all come alive. But anyway, I would call them flightless birds. Even though in their book they would consider what they do flying. You know, they hanging around the, the water cooler, one says to the other, hey, did you like fly the other day and he said yeah yeah man I, I can get like at least four feet horizontal distance how about you man I got you beat I can get about like 5.5 feet oh man I wish I could fly like you how ridiculous they need to be talking to the ones who got the job Mr. Eagle come on down here and tell these chickens what flying's really like what's my point my point is sometimes you might be hanging around with the wrong class of somebody around that water cooler 
thinking you got it going on and you really ought to be consulting the eagle the one who's really flying now how does this relate well I'm talking from a spiritual sense and from a victory and success point of view so here's here's a thought you know my my kids are teenagers if they enter the workforce and they're working at you know I'm not wanting to slam this at all it, it's not a slam but if they're working fast food or something and the only kind of feedback that they're getting is how good they do their job that they're in right now and you know not everybody does it perfect so you're going to have some bad days and you're going to have some good days it's just part of life but if you're taking that feedback and and you think that that's all you are about or that's all you can do or man I can't even flip a burger right how can I do anything more you're asking the wrong guy or gal you're getting feedback from the wrong place why is it so important that I remind us that we need to stay in the word of God because we need to get feedback from the eagle of the eagles. The one who says that you can soar. The one who says that you can do more. And like I said, no slamming the fast food joints. If that's your gig, do it unto the Lord the best you can. But you know, the Lord will remind you, you know what? You can do what you're doing so good. Trust in me. I know it's simple. I know it sounds pretty simple and, yeah, easy to say, Rusty. But sometimes we got to get out of the turkey crowd. Got to hang with the eagles a bit. You know, one thing I'm convinced of as someone who's been in business for a while. <laughs> over 20 years. If you have an opportunity to do something that you've never done before, but it it looks like it might be a, um, a path to get to maybe where you want to be, or it seems really interesting, or it maybe aligns really well with your personality and, and, and who you are, but it's new, and new is scary, I want to tell you something. You should take it. I believe if you're in prayer and you're asking the Lord, hey, you know, I need to have some help here. I need to have some peace about this if this is something I'm supposed to be doing. I believe he'll give you that. I believe that he can give you a peace even though your stomach's in knots, whatever it is. And the, this, is, this is why I say this, because just like those chickens who think that they can only fly four or five feet. I know we were made for more than just that. And I know that we have this thing within us to tell us, you can't do more than four and five feet. I don't know what it is. It's like scared of the unknown. It's some kind of a survival instinct thing. Maybe it's just an instinctual thing that if we're out of our comfort zone, we don't want to do it because you know, we have more potential to live in a safe, convenient place and our instinct tells us to just stay safe, be comfortable, but there's something that's calling you into more. My experience, if you want to call it that, 
has told me that you can make it. You can make it even though it seems like it's a scary thing. You can make it. It's like going up to one of those chickens and saying, Look, you think five foot is the best you're going to ever do. Let me tell you something. If you only knew how to do this one thing that the eagle does, you'll be able to fly for miles. And it's probably outside of your comfort zone, but I bet you you want to fly for miles. I bet you there's something in you that wants to fly for miles. You do this one different thing with your wings, and you'll be able to catch the wind, and you'll be able to fly. And the chicken, after he gets done looking at me, thinking, I didn't know he spoke chicken. He's like, well, man, you don't know my situation. I've tried to fly. I've tried to fly before. I can only get four feet, maybe five. I say, but you got to do something different. You got to trust in a different thing. I don't want us to be like these chickens, like these turkeys. Who don't know how to soar because we just don't... Because we haven't gotten the feedback from the one who can fly. Turkeys to the left of me. Turkeys to the right. Here I am, smack in the middle with you. Let's not be stuck in the middle with some turkeys. I'm looking up and I'm seeing some blue sky. I don't know about you, but I want to soar. And you can try things that you've never tried before. That might be scary on the surface. But this is what I want to tell you. When you get into that thing, you're going to find that there's a grace, a level of grace that God has for you. There's something God's got for you there. It might be just a season thing, you know, for a season. It might be for a while. But don't let the fear of the unknown stop you. Don't let it paralyze you. Even baby eagles at one point could fly no further than a chicken. And like I said earlier, we sometimes instinctually want to do the safe thing. But you know what? Being a part of the kingdom of God, you're in a different realm. You were made to fly. Don't ever let fear take you down. God has conquered fear. I believe I can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me? And I believe you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That word all is pretty powerful, I would say. Don't be fearful. Whatever you're facing, I want you to face it knowing that you've got the ego with you. You don't have to be getting your feedback from turkeys and chickens who have a small picture of where you can be and what you can do. God has a bigger picture for what you can be and what you can do. And you know what, which one of those is more important? Be or do? 
It's who you can be. So, you look into the skies, you see those eagles up there. To be or not to be? And that is the question, my friends. God has given you everything you need to soar. Everything you need to fly. Don't let your thinking, your chicken thinking, your earthbound thinking, keep you trapped on this plane. There are realms to survey from on high, and God has given you everything you need. You got to trust Him, okay? Get into His Word and live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And let me know how the vantage point is from up there. I got a feeling you are made to fly. And I will see you on the flip.